We're back like we never left. Another episode of the podcast that no one asked for. Uh, today we are going to be a a hip hop as a whole uh, heavy episode. Um, we've brought in hip hop aficionado, self proclaimed biggest Kendrick Lamar stand in the history of stands. Ryan Elfieri, how's what's going on, man? I'm good, man. There's no other way to have a hip-hop podcast of four white dudes you know <laughs> that, that's very so true. this is a disclaimer this is, yeah. this is like white guy opinion and like yeah. uh, flash it across the screen so yeah, an but, yeah. jordan and but kyle yeah, how, before we before we get going jordan and kyle how are you guys this week i'm exhausted i'm <laughs> running on fumes but you know pow- powering through hockey playoffs starting up excited about that it's all sports. Sports is going on, so it's good. Knicks are, you know, in the playoffs. Let's go. Knicks tape. We're back. Uh, Kyle, how are you doing? Yeah, well, first of all, nobody gives a shit about any of that. But no, but uh, on a serious note, I'm, I'm doing well. I ate a little a uh, little too much this weekend. Uh, I was in I was in Philadelphia yesterday for uh, a friend came into town. So we were we were. Um, Having some good food. Uh, now I have, t- I'm like avoiding the scale. I, I know how everybody feels about that. When you eat good food and you're going to step on the scale the next day, you're going to blow up like nine, 10 pounds. I'm, I'm trying to avoid that. So, um, yeah, but other than that, just vibing, chilling. Um, was uh, playing some trials of Osiris this morning, and uh, that was as about as miserable as it gets. Ryan knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm just hanging out, guys. Having a good time. Living my best life, as we like to say. Good. Good. What, what I can say is I uh, I did venture out yesterday. I mean, yeah, I have been going out, but uh, yesterday I went to two different locations. One was a brewery. Um, a lot of people were out. A lot of people were being safe, but it actually was the first time um, in a long time where it kind of felt really normal. Uh, so it was really nice. I enjoyed myself, uh, but I did learn that I can't hang like I used to with going out early and then dragging it out, I will. These are like 45 years old. Like that's. that's I am not 45 years old. I don't think anybody could do that at any age, man. Like I I struggled with that at like 26, 27. Like, you know, you, you go, you start at like what? 10 at 11 o'clock and you try to ride it all the way out. And by six, you're like, I'm, oh, where's the the nearest bench? I need to sleep. Yeah. Like a bunch of quitters. No, no. I did it. I did it. I'm just saying like today, I mean, and then I went to the gym this morning because no days off. Um, and even though I probably should take some days off, um, but no, I'm feeling great. So we will get into our first topic. J Cole dropped an album, uh, last week, a lot of mixed reviews, people calling it classic right away. People calling it trash right away. Um, some people are in the middle. Um, but Alf, I want to get your take first because yours is the one I care about the most. Uh, Wow. uh, I have a hard time (laughs) believing that, but uh, (laughs) thank you. Um, I mean, I've never been the biggest J. Cole guy, uh, but I thought this, like, I, I think it's a good project uh, just overall. Um, uh, but it, it's the, the best way to describe it is it's the most J. Cole album J. Cole could possibly make. And what I mean by that is, like, it's, it's the aesthetics are there of, of, like, you know, he spaced out the letters. It's like the rollout <laughs> is there. You're like, this feels like it's going to be so good. And, like, at times it is, but it's 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 kind of missing something. Um, uh, the uh, uh, the BT had a, he had like a dozen uh, producers on here. Yeah, um, and 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 like a lot of the guys individually, and the beats aren't bad, 
they're just like it, it, it's like the missing a flavor like uh, like on a 2014 FHD um, you get uh, the like GOMD 03 adolescence I'm it, I mean you hear these beats and like it, like they have character tone and as soon as you hear Till Two Cities which is now Kendrick's use by the way which is uh, uh, from the Black Friday remix but that's a whole different topic it's like it, 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 I listened to the album like five or six times probably by now, and I have a tough time discerning which tracks are which. Still, it's uh, it, um, uh, it, there's a lot of lines in there that are like kind of bad, like the M, uh, the M on the Luigi brother line. Yeah. There was the uh, I don't like he's like I'm a gopher, I'm a gopher mine. I mean, I don't know, like, uh, <laughs> five years ago. At the same line, but it's a good project. He had all the good lines in there. Um, Little Baby was great. He always 21 is. 21 Savage was great. He always is. Like, Little Baby gets a lot of weird, like, for right now, what, and we'll get into the current state of hip hop. I mean, I love Little Baby, so anything to me, he kills it as it is, especially on features. Yeah, he's been on a run, uh, and it's good to see that. Um, uh, you know, A-list guys are are, are going to a total. He was just on that Drake EP too. Yeah, um, uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's hard for me to put a finger on this because I think it'll go down as one of his better projects, just uh, by the consensus. But for me, it's it it didn't feel like because this album was supposed to be like his. Uh, he's been making this in the background for uh, how many years? It's it didn't. It felt like he's been making it for about a year, and this is just a bunch of good uh, tracks he had, as opposed yeah. to like a huge, massive like this is the call out to end all call outs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I really you know I really think you hit home on it sounding flavorless a lot of the times because you look at uh, his last album Kod right like I felt like there were a lot more um, from the production standpoint right I felt like there was a lot more standout tracks that. You know, he didn't necessarily have to carry. Where on this album, I feel like he put so much emphasis in the lyricism versus the actual beats themselves, which is why they all sound like they were kind of in a toned down state. And he was just really emphasizing his vocals on this. Um, and I think for the most part, I don't think that panned out for him in this track on this album, because like we were talking about before, there's a lot of bars on here that are so like puddle deep that i like when you hear them people are like oh shit that's that's so hot oh my god i'm gonna make that instagram caption i'm just like yeah but you're like you're like a shallow person if that's the case because this this is not like you know what i mean like have you you guys have heard the joke like you need to you need a different mindset to understand what he's saying and and all that other stuff and i'm just sitting here like what was the line he had on interlude it was just like uh uh uh, it was uh tupac died at 33 and it's 33 it's like he just Googled who died at 33. <laughs> yeah, that, one what of those two standout... favorite rappers died on the same day? Oh, there you go. <laughs> and one of those that standout... doesn't mean anything. Like, what does that mean? Like, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> and, like, another one of those standout bars was the the Luigi or, uh, like, yeah. a put an M on your head and, like, your... Like Luigi's brother. brother. And I'm yeah. sitting here like, this is... This is awful. And I know somebody somewhere is like, oh, that's the greatest bar I've ever heard, I feel man. like... I feel like if high school me heard Lil Wayne say that, I'm like reacting and going crazy. And 33 year old me is like, that's not as cool. Like, yeah. that's how I felt. Like, it, I felt like he was reaching for that. 
and thought it was going to get the reaction that, you know, high school me would have got, but it, it, it didn't hit for me. Yeah, I just don't think there's – you know, like when rappers get older and they, they have the money, they've amassed the money, you, you don't hear that same hunger. Like if we go back to 2014, F, uh, Forest Hills Drive, there, there's a lot of hunger. There's a lot of yeah. instrument. There's a lot of boom bap. There's a lot of good songs, very good lyricism, very good storytelling. And then on this album, I just don't feel that that's there. I feel like this is just a project he – you know, wanted to get out because he promised it to people. And then I just don't feel like there was, um, I'm probably a little more harsher on, on Cole than a lot of people are, unfortunately, but, um, lyricism is, you know, very important to me, you know, even though I say Travis Scott is one of my favorites, right? Like <laughs> that's like the most hip- yeah. hypocritical like, thing you could say in the I world. Right? You like, were going there. But like when I, when I hear this and then you try to like, you like, for example, when 21 Savage came on, and I'm not the biggest 21 Savage fan, I felt like he took over that track when yeah. J. Cole was literally running on it for like the first two minutes, right? And I'm sitting here like, yo, 21 came on, and I was like, yo, that's a palate cleanser right there. That sounds way better than what I've been hearing. That's like, you know, that uh, the, the meme you just mentioned, you know, like J. Cole, no features thing. The, the, the ironic part is every time I was to do a J. Cole album, I'm like, this thing's a feature so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like it's just, it's just, you know. Yeah, what album was the no features, by the way? Because I'm pretty I sure I. It was Forceful's Drive, I think. That was oh, okay. Free. Yeah, that I know. Yeah. Because back then, like it, I mean, that was like his. I don't know if that's like his breakout. That's probably like his signature album. And yeah, yeah like that was like the time that really took off, and it had no features on it. So people, I think it started as, as like a serious thing, but. It was, I I think <laughs> overall for me though, I think Cole's been kind of a roller coaster kind of artist for me. I feel like he's he's got a lot of hits and he's got a lot of misses. He's just up and down. I felt like this one to me was another down. I thought KOD was a step up from for your eyes, for your eyes only. Uh, but then I feel like he took another step back here on this album, particularly. I'm sure a lot of people are going to disagree with me. Um, but personally, I just felt samey. A lot of this, like, again, when we talk about albums, like the, um, we just talked about it with young thugs album um, that came out where, you, you have to look at the track list. You're like, oh, is this a new song? Are we listening to the same song? And you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm on track number five, right? And then that's kind of the same thing here. Is it's a lot of the samey kind of sounds, samey kind of droning on. Um, the beats, for the, like, again, we have – how many producers was it? 12, 13? Yeah. I think it was, and it I felt think like it. none of them were standing out. And mm-hmm. that was the that was the big thing for me is, I like, I don't know. I just – nothing stood out. It just was like – it was probably the most five out of 10 album I've heard in a while. And I, I <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like just, maybe I said that before with the young thug album, but it's, it was definitely, it felt very flat and even and just middle, like right at the middle. My, my initial playthrough. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I was also, I was also drinking a little bit. So that, you know, that, that view was skewed. I've, I, I haven't soured on it. I still like the album, uh, but the next day I played it through at the gym and, you know, again, I felt like I was listening to just the same, the same monotone beats, like you guys said, over and over again. Um, the Climb Back is my favorite song. It's probably the only song that I consistently play. Um, I've listened to the album in full three times now, but the Climb Back is one of those songs that I continue to play. Um, I, I was underwhelmed because, because with the rollout and, you know, him even, you know, deciding to play some basketball in Africa and stuff like I was expecting like, you know, some, some tracks. And I mean, interlude even underwhelmed as me, if you can consider it a single, cause it was the first song that he dropped on it. Um, 
But for me, I was just, you know, after the second and third listen, I was like, oh, I'm not sure how I feel. I won't go as low as five out of ten. Um, but for me, a lot of times albums nowadays, at least for me, are playback value. And it doesn't have that much for me. Like I don't, I wasn't sitting, I wasn't sitting at the gym today. Like when I went to go pick a track list or I wasn't like, Oh, let me put on Cole again. It just, it's just not hitting for me after consecutive plays. And I mean, there's not much more to say that cause I don't want to beat it into a dead horse and go in a circle, but, but that's, that's my take on it. And Jordan, I know you liked it. So I, uh, I, uh, no, I did. I, so I'm a big J. Cole guy. You know, it was the first concert I ever went to, so Cole's kind of got, like, a special place uh, for me. Um, so I've always been a fan of his. But, you know, like, KOD was, like, an awful album. Like, I, I hated it, hated it, hated it. So, you know, I was looking forward to this one. I, I did like it. I do agree with you guys that there are, like – this is going to be Cole no matter what. I think you're going to have to – there are going to be struggle bars, like the Luigi one, like the 33 – everybody's 33, and they all died at 33, whatever – like that shit is that's just gonna be cold. Like I've just come to accept it. Um I I don't agree that every track sounded the same. I do think that he they did great with the production wise with some of these songs. I love Pride is the Devil is one of my favorite tracks off there. And Amari too. Like I, I thought he did a good job with it. Was there something left there? Like, did you want did I want more? Yeah. But you know, again, I've just come to accept the fact that this is who Cole is as an as a rapper, I don't think he's ever going to be better than Kendrick. He's going to be one of my favorites, but that doesn't mean I don't think he's one of the best. But I still think like this overall is one of his better albums. I think Forest Hills Drive is his best so far, but I would put this one probably in the top three. Yeah, I mean, it was it was better than uh, I think. Uh, well, uh, well, the uh, the point I make is it, it's. I do want to give him some uh, credit because he did. Ratwell on here in a lot of yeah. places, and and he talked about some serious topics in a somewhat interesting way. And a few lines he had the one where it, it was like, like Big Boss, some um, like Rick Ross, but yeah. more like a wavy Hideo Ojima, which is yeah, like, I, I, that was a pretty cool one. Yeah. But the thing about Cole is he'll present a problem, like like this is bad, like violence is bad or drugs is bad, like either yeah. like KOD is like. And that's it. He yeah. just says like like this is bad, and look, this is also bad. There's no solution. There's no like interesting perspective. He yeah. just like he sounds like Mr. Mackey from South Park on. Like that's kind of the message that he kind of sends. Where like the, like the next level is kind of like where's the interesting perspective, unique idea, solution. Like when you listen to like Jay Z on 444, he's talking about, yeah, uh, you know, not just problems but solutions. And here Kendrick goes in like a character and he does yeah. this whole thing. And but Cold just kind of lays out, at, but he does in a way that's why people like him so much is because it sounds like it, it's more than what it is, yeah, but it really just is what it is. And I, th- I think with Cole, he's one of those artists, one of the few artists where you either love him or you don't like him at all. Like I just I don't think with Cole that there's an in between where eh, I'm not, like I'm like I'm a big fan of his. Kyle's like not not a fan of his. So I, I just think with Cole it's like there's it's so bad. Especially you guys you know all on Twitter. I know Alf you're like really into the, on hip hop Twitter and stuff like that. You know that there's people that will like lay their life on the line for this guy. And there's people who the minute this album drops it sucks. Like they're just not going to listen to it because 
is of his past. So I think that's why it's so hard to kind of critique this album, especially on Twitter, because people are just like, either gonna it's gonna be a ten out of ten or it's gonna be a two out of ten. Like that that's why I think um, is the issue with Cole is there's no in between with him, at least that I, I've personally seen. Yeah, I've always been lukewarm on J. Cole. Like I've never been like I've never been a J. Cole hater per se. Uh, but I, I do see what you're saying, right? Like there's always going to be those people who are going to be like this album is trash. I'm not going to give it four seconds, but I always, when it comes to him, I always give him the time of day, right? Like I'll always give it a listen. How nice and then, you. Oh, thank you, Paulie. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. I aim to please. Um, <laughs> but I like with, with J. Cole, I always give him a chance. Right. And he's. He's given me good projects as much as he's given me bad projects. And for me, that's really all I can ask from an artist is like, as long as you're going tit for tat, right? And you're giving me something to listen to. I'm sure another couple playthroughs, I'll be able to pull something out of this album that'll get added to a normal rotation for me. Uh, but and that's all I can ask from artists, right? It's like, as long as you keep giving me something mm -hmm. that I can enjoy, that's, that's fine for me. I think he's kind of earned the benefit of the doubt with that too, personally, because, because uh, of, you know, his his past, I've, he's had some really really good, not even just like albums, but like mixtapes too. Um, so I think he's kind of earned that. Um, in the hip hop world, like there are some artists who, if I see them drop an album, I won't give them the time of day. With Cole, I think you kind of have to like listen, even if you don't like him. I think you should kind of throw the album on, give it a couple listens, and then see how it is. For me, like K Kod was one of the worst albums Cole's ever had, if not the worst. Um, I still gave it a couple of listens, but man, that, that stuff was tough to listen to. I had it a couple was. bangers off of that one that I pulled out. And I was like, damn, these are fire. I like these. <laughs> so I was like, see what I mean? This is what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. it's always going to be something different for everybody, right? Like, yeah. And uh, that's that's the beauty of music. It's yeah. it's subjective. Everything is subjective. We listen to it where it was like, I liked it. And then people are going to go online and be like, I hated it. So. Except my opinions. <laughs> Other than that. Al pins all his opinions to the top of his Twitter. <laughs> so staying on the These cold the topic right a little bit, Jordan, want to have you kind of get into the the whole um, revelation, if you will, where Cole talked about you know his beef thereof quotes air quotes with uh, with Diddy uh, back in 2013. Yeah, yeah. So there was I don't remember the line word for word, but there was it was a line. Um, talking about him kind of getting into it with Diddy. And then an article came out kind of explaining the situation where he was at dinner with Kendrick. Alf, if I get anything wrong here, please jump in and correct me. Uh, he was at dinner with Kendrick and he was, Diddy was really like fucked up and he started saying something to, to Kendrick. Is that right, Alf? Yeah. I think it was the, the VMAs. Yeah. Party or something like that. Okay. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. So, and Diddy was so fucked up. And then he tried to pour like a drink on Kendrick. And Cole like stood up, being him 6'5, six, 6'3, six, whatever frame, and like wanted to fight Diddy. And they, they started getting into this argument, whatever. It was just a whole weird situation, which nobody has ever like, there's never been any leak or report or anything about this. So I thought it was really weird with. Cole and with Diddy, two people who I never thought like Cole even said on, on the track that I'm remembering that he was like a huge Diddy fan that he bought his album when he was younger, you know, he looked up to him and now like he knows more about Diddy than, you know, he'd like, and he, you know, he doesn't like really fuck with him anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to add some context. This is, is so a couple of years ago, I forget when, uh, 
Punch, who's the president of TDE, mm-hmm. uh, tweeted one time. He's like, man, the VMAs one year, and it was very vague. He's like, it was a legendary night. There was a scuffle. I've said enough. I'm not, I'm not going to say one. So, like, it checks out. Like, it's, yeah. it's, I guess it's true. I didn't know. Wow, that's great. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, but I just can't get over picturing. <laughs> I Googled Diddy's height. He's 5'10". <laughs> and Kendrick, I know, is 5'4". And that's a lot of clearance. That's six inches of clearance. And just <laughs> pour a drink. I just can't. I just keep laughing. Man. It is hilarious. I mean, shout out to Cole for, you know, stepping up for his man Kendrick. I mean, back then, that was when, like, everyone was like, oh, the Kendrick Cole album's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's when that was, like, really tight, like, kind of thing. You know, so, I mean, yeah. But, but, to me, this is absolutely hilarious. How but. how funny is it that in the two thousands, Diddy is getting mad at Kendrick for for just stating that he's the king of New York, New yeah. York, and because he was from L.A., Diddy got all hot and bothered like it was nineteen ninety four. Like, I don't know, man. It's just that's like that's just funny stuff to me. That like, yeah, still in this day, like the ego is hurt for no reason. It's like a high, it's like a dude who peaked in high school and like sports and is going back to like the. Uh, what is it like? Uh, what's it called? Pet the pet oh, and shit like that. Telling him how he is, you know, still the all-time rushing leader in, <laughs> in football and like all this stuff. And Look I'm at my Letterman like, jacket. Yeah, like that. Like he still has his Letterman jacket. He's like 45 years old. Like, dude, you know, you I had mean, your time. You had your time. But that verse got the New Yorkers really mad. It uh, did. Uh, 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 um, I remember. Uh, I forget that. A rapper that like actually took a series uh, uh, was a fat. I don't think it's fat Joe. I don't forget what it was, but uh, but uh, that summer of 2013, everybody was like all upended because of you know <laughs> name this guy that guy. And I don't know. That's what makes it fun though. I mean, you know, outside of like you know like people actually hurt. That's not cool, but like you yeah. know the the, yeah. the the rivalry of hip hop. It makes it like a sport, and it's yeah. Yeah. it's honestly why it's so interesting to me. Uh, and you know, if a couple of people had to get some drinks spilled on them along the way, you know, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> so, it makes good, makes for good entertainment it, for us. It, it, the only time I think uh, was almost as fun was the tr- maybe 2018 or when we had the push of Drake, oh, Drake Day, oh, man. Kanye. So good. Triangle of drama. <laughs> I mean, it's Honey's like involved in everything somehow. It's like the Real Housewives <laughs> plus, plus rap. It's like I can't not watch it. It's 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 incredible content. But, are, we, are we gonna get a 2021 Puff P Diddy diss track like on Cole? No. And this no. Could you imagine if that happened? Yeah. We get a 2021 P Diddy diss track on. Well, Jake he needs Cole. a ghostwriter to write for him. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he'll just he's just gonna he'll, he'll release a video. He'll be dancing. Yeah. He'll be dancing and he'll some some it. bars. Then take that, tequila. take that. You know. He'll have his Ciroc. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. He'll sponsored by Ciroc. I'm gonna. Sponsor- I'm gonna <laughs> What's amazing now that you're, we're talking about is that. Uh, that push a T Drake thing is that I, I've never seen somebody get absolutely destroyed like Drake and then still go on to just 
go about their day and yeah. make more money. Like, it, it did nothing to him. And that is, it's just insane to me when you think about it, how indestructible Drake is at this point. But it was just – he got literally demolished in that beef. Demolished. Like, I don't know, man. I, I, I do think it, it did something because it's still uh, – I mean, people say – is still say that line like uh like you're hiding a child like that stuff like like yeah like Drake is still to a be a father he's still you know on top of the charts and and all that kind of stuff like like that's not really where it affects him but his legacy within hip-hop he'll carry around the ghost rider thing forever and he'll carry around taking a massive l to push her because before he took a massive l to push her he didn't take a massive l on anybody and like this is the first one where he like he got beat yeah, yeah. that'll always be around. So, I would just point. love to hear the track that like can't be released. So, like, it's got to be like locked away somewhere. I mean, who knows if it actually exists? We just know what like he was told not to release it. it but it probably does exist. Uh, is it like a a mastered song? I mean, who knows? But I'm sure he wrote something. I mean, but I need certified lover boy. Like, I need I don't even know what, and I don't care. I have I to have it. I feel like we need a lot of albums right now that are just yeah. sitting in a vault somewhere and they're just waiting till they can tour again to bring them up. I saw a meme the other day. It was like uh, Drake's bartender after carving that little heart in his in his haircut for the seven thousand times. Like, oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> um, so what we want to do now is Top Dog Entertainment has been you know making a little bit of waves and. You know, we, we speculate who's going to release or what's coming out. So kind of go into that for a little bit for us. Was, uh, so, yeah. So well, what everyone else is talking about, sports and fun stuff, I've been obsessed about <laughs> uh, the TDE release schedule because that's, like, all I have going on. Um, uh, and it, it it's – I understand – well, back it up a little bit to uh, end of 2019. Yeah, so I know 2019, they end it with, first well, first of all, all they gave us in 2019 was the Schoolboy album, and in August, which is uh, a, a, a very underwhelming for a Schoolboy project, that's a whole other topic, and then they gave us a uh, Sir album, which is actually excellent, and then they gave us a Reason album, which no one asked for, and Reason is the most <laughs> annoying guy on the internet, so even if he makes good music, I don't want to hear it anyway. So, TD fans haven't gotten a Kendrick project since, well, if you count the Black Panther one in 2018, but uh, like a Kendrick album album in over four years now. Uh, a SZA album in also over four years now. Um, Absol in almost five years. Uh, uh, and J-Rock, we did get one in 2018. So, and... And Isaiah Rajad, it's been also over five years, or I think almost five years. Um, so t- and the, the typical rap album cycle is about two years, give or take, maybe a year, maybe a little more or less. So um, I, from what, uh, from what I, I feel like and, and, and I've heard, they had a huge lineup ready for last year, Pandemic Hits. So I understand, like that timing, they got a little unlucky, um, because uh, you know because you can't really release you know a Kendrick album in a, in a pandemic, because it it's one thing if you're 
like a lesser artist and you're releasing the pandemic, you might be able to actually get some listens that um, otherwise, because um, uh, there's kind of like an empty market. It's, and if you lose like 10% of your listeners for a smaller guy, it's different than losing, you know, 10% off of an album that's supposed to do well over half a million a week. So, um, so I understand why, why they punted everything down the line until they could actually tour again. But uh, so we're fast forwarding. Now we're in 2021. Uh, they finally give us, first of all, they didn't even announce the Isaiah Rashad album. It's still yet officially. They post like a loading screen on Top's Instagram. Like they made this on um, like Microsoft Illustrator. Like, <laughs> like, 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 it's so corny. But and then like, oh, next week you got an announcement, and the next week it's it it's like it, it well leaked beforehand. It's an Isaiah Rashad single. I like the single. It's cool. Except for the album, they don't announce the album. Instead, Isaiah Rashad goes on a Fader article, and he mentions that it's coming in June. So why they still haven't announced the date, I have no idea. Uh, but it's like, it's just like it's constantly like a tug and war of of like of like they try to be ambiguous about things and secretive, and I get you need that element, but at this point they're just annoying people. Uh, yeah. Like just be straightforward. Like say, uh, uh, there's four weekends in June, so it's either coming in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, and it's coming on a Friday in June. So it's, it's either the fourth, eleventh, the eighteenth, or twenty fifth. Uh, like it, it, I mean, <laughs> it's all about that. And that, and I like you take off work shot. for that day. Is that why you have that? Like memorized? I do have it memorized. <laughs> you brought the right guy on for this topic. <laughs> uh, and and, and it, oh, while I'm at it, the Isaiah Rashad thing was good, but it was one Isaiah Rashad verse in five years, and mm-hmm. it's like. I don't know. I wanted a little bit more Isaiah Rashad. But anyway, that's my piece on What is on the it. reason that, like, they do this, like, there's just the, the big gap. And, like, I get the pandemic, but, like, even Kendrick, like, has – I feel like he doesn't leave the house. Like, why don't we have, like, three albums by now? Like, uh, well, Kendrick's kind of doing his own thing with that P.D. Lang thing with him and Baby Keem and Dave Free. So Dave Free is um, one of the founding members of TDE, was a president of TDE, and it, he's like the big guy behind all the videos they do, uh, like the all right video, the, uh, um, the humble video, all those famous videos. There's mostly he's the brainchild behind that stuff. He left TDE like shortly after Dan came out. I forget exactly when, but ever since then, they were just kind of moving a little weird. Uh, I haven't heard a peep from Kendrick. Like nothing. I mean, there's the one thing. Uh, that, there's like one video where like he showed like his blues clues thing that his daughters got or something like that. It was like cryptic and weird, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know why they'd be so secretive all the time. Uh, I mean, I, I, well, like I, I think I know what they're trying to do, but they overdo it and and it leaves their fan base pretty frustrated. And it and what it really does is it puts the artists in a tough spot because. Uh, now Isaiah Rashad, well, I'll give them credit though, because if you read the Fade article, 
Isaiah Rashad went through a pretty rough point. He went to he went to rehab. He was a, he had a lot of problems. He uh, actually crashed Top Dogs. Uh, I think it was a Honda, uh, and never told him about it. So I guess he's finding out at the same time as us. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I, it, it, so I give him the credit for not um, for taking the hits for Isaiah's absence. Uh, but when it comes to SZA and Kendrick and all these guys, uh, it, it puts them in a tough spot because now they have to have like a flawless album. Yeah. Because they're assuming that this album has just been in in the works for so long because it's going to be so good. A lot of times it is good. I'll give them credit. But man, it puts them in a tough spot. Yeah. And then it's like these albums are probably done. Like they're probably just sitting there for the most part. Like you can't tell me that there's not a Kendrick album done. Like I just don't believe that. Like this guy – He's a very meticulous worker, and I just I have a hard time sitting here thinking he hasn't been in the lab making something that's probably close to a masterpiece at this point. But it's probably done, and that's why um, I think TDE as a whole is just you know they, they they're a little bit of mismanaged there is where they try to build up, like you said, they try to build up this level of hype for an artist and. And then they just do these weird rollouts that just never make sense. And then they're probably going to announce this Isaiah Rashad album like two days before it drops. And I, I, I feel like that's – because what did they do with the single? They, they announced it like two to three days before the, the single dropped, right, if, that, if I remember that correctly? Yeah, the week before, they're like, here comes an announcement, and the announcement was the Isaiah Rashad single. Uh, yeah. What they usually do is they usually do two singles and, and release like generally. Um, so I think they're going to drop another single. And then uh, when that drops, then the album is going to come. But I mean, who knows? I'd imagine he's the starting point of this rollout. So they're going to probably drop him first. And then we're going to get maybe SZA and then Kendrick probably shortly after. They're going to probably save Kendrick for the very end because he's the home run hitter for the group. But I don't like, when are we getting a Schoolboy Q album? Like, where, where, where is this stuff? I need it. I need it in my life. What my, I, my hunch is we get a SZA album also by the end of the year. And then Kendrick, are they going to save for second quarter, first second quarter of next year? Uh, just because I don't see Kendrick on any um, any festivals, any nothing. So yeah, that's that that shows you the because last year he was on like fifty festivals. He was all over Europe festivals that they obviously had to cancel, but but like that tells that he was coming. Yeah, but I think they showed him so. I wish this is why I wish uh, the music industry was a little more like the video game industry, where they come out and they, hey, look, like six months in advance, hey, we're releasing this 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 date, but get ready for it, and then they do a rollout, and then they get the hype building up. <laughs> That's the only thing I wish, to be honest with you. Like I just hate these random, like at two weeks least, out, here's an album. Yeah, at least Cyberpunk when they delayed it, at least I told you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like if you're if, like at least let the people know, like, well, let's hope hey, we have an album up like Cyberpunk though at the same time. <laughs> Like, thing. just at least let people know, hey, we have a we have a Kendrick album. It's done. We're just waiting for the right time to drop it. Like that, people would understand that. We would resonate with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, being as big of a TDE fan that you are, is it frustrating that like none of this stuff is dropping? And like, are your expectations even higher now because they've waited so long? That hey, these albums must be really, really good. Or are you kind of like, and eh, like this is what they do. I'm just gonna wait for it. It, it it's a little of both. 
I feel like it, it, it depends on the artist. Uh, I'm pretty confident this Isaiah Rashad album is going to be great because like he's incapable of making bad like like it's it's pretty remarkable even yeah. if it's not like as good as i think it's gonna be like it's still gonna be good like yeah but, but uh this is i think in a similar way uh mm-hmm. like i don't think she's capable of making like a flat out bad record um yeah i mean a lot of people give punch a hard time because he tweets like a five-year-old sometimes <laughs> I mean, he's going off saying, "Man, all these mumble rappers." So I'm like, "Dude, are you like 65 years old? When you're really doing this, like, it's like, like, there's no mumble rap. That's such a stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Uh, but, uh, but like, he did curate the control album, so which, which was his, is you know, obviously her biggest breakout record. So I. Yeah. They do know what they're doing in terms of making the music, uh, which is the only reason why they, you know, have such dedicated fans. So, yeah. Now, Alf, what is, you know, there's a lot of different opinions when it comes to the current state of hip hop. You know, like you just said, when, you know, uh, the tweets about, you know, mumble rappers, and obviously, you know, there's, there is that, if you will, but there's, I don't classify it as that. And I know like, you know, people get offended and things like that. And then there's still, you know, there is still hip hop that's different and still, you know, old school hip hop, but you've got to find it. So like, what are your overall thoughts on, on what's currently out there? Like for me personally, like going back to to little baby, like somebody who's consistently releasing stuff right now. um, There's nobody that I like more current time. Like that's excluding like, you know, Jay-Z and things like that. Cause I mean, they're not consistently putting out things right now. So for me, like Lil Baby is is on another level right now, and I feel like everybody's chasing him. So I don't know how you feel about that, but um, but I'm interested to hear what you think. I'll be honest, I'm I'm not as super hype on Lil Baby as everybody else. Same. I, I, I thought his last album was good, uh, but he's getting like album of the year. Like he's on a run, like waiting on eight. I'm like, I'm like, whoa. Like he had a nice album and a nice yeah. couple records yeah. and some good features. Like let's relax. Like, uh, like to, to say it, it blows my mind that he gets like that one. I'm not trying to hate on the guy, and <laughs> and I hope it does well. But like I don't know. I'm just not there with little baby. Um, uh, 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 but like a lot of guys that I'm listening to right now who, uh, uh, oh man, just, I can't think of the name of the escape for West Coast. Uh, oh man, hang on. I don't know my music. I'm like, they're, I'm like, <laughs> he's, kind of for right now. he's fired okay. up. Right oh, uh, so, uh, Blue Bucks Clan. That's one name. Those these guys are awesome. They have a song with Quavo that they made good. So, so you extra credit. Yeah. Make a good song with Quavo. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, so, uh, I, I mean, I like the Young Thug project. There's a few good out. There's some good music being made right now that kind of gives me uh, some. Uh, I hope it's the wrong word because I don't think it's that dire situation. <laughs> but uh, but uh, a positive uh, outlook. Yeah, but I do have. Uh, I've talked about this before with some people. It, it it feels like that. It's been ten years since like you know, Drake was coming out, Cole was coming out, Kendrick was coming out, and like there was like this new. West Coast Revival, yeah, Mac Miller coming out, and like that generation is kind of like entered phase two, phase three, 
you know, they the, the kind of are what they are. The legacies are mostly what they are. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't see the same thing happening right now, 10 years later, like as the, the 10 years before that, which is like Eminem, Jay-Z was on a roll, Outkast, you know, uh, T.I., you know, the, that whole 2000 run. And, and I just don't see a replication of that. So it, it's a little worrying, I guess, uh, that we don't – I mean, Lil Baby's the only guy off the top of my head that's like – creating as much or almost as much buzz as those guys were. Um, I mean, I'll throw a dub baby in there, I guess. Um, he's kind of falling off though a little bit. Hasn't yeah. He? I, yeah. I think he's he, been quiet. Yeah. I, which I think is good to hear because he's kind of overexposed himself. After yeah. The first yep. couple yeah. Hours, and I, kind of he just, what was it? There was like a, there was like a spree there where he dropped like three albums in like yeah. eight, nine yeah. months. And it was and like all, all like, the same shit. Monos, like that shit was, all yeah, one. like he had just one, like, and that's that's kind of the state of hip hop in general. Is like, if you it don't adapt, the whip test, though, I will say that it does. But he, did, <laughs> he did never he never grew on any of those albums. Like he was literally the same type of rap, same type of yes, beat, and absolutely. it was really just like 12, 13 tracks consistently. And you're just like, all right, I've had it. And he was on like every major hit that like of that year, right? Like if I oh, remember, yeah, he was in features left left and right. I mean, but you yeah. you could not discern a like any of his verses from each someone, other like yeah someone says his beats are bowser bossman beats and i can never listen to them yeah too. dude after that meme, <laughs> after that meme i've never been able to hear anything but that that's oh so my good. god that's so good <laughs> now i can't i never saw <laughs> yeah. that meme but now i, I can't ruined oh, the baby dude. for everybody now <laughs> I, I gotta see if i can find it but it's it dude it's it's hilarious and you'll never you'll never unhear it or unsee it again ever that's so funny. I'm like, I'm waiting for the domino to fall in, in hip hop right now where we get that kind of, I, I think once we get that Drake album, oh, I think sorry. everybody else is going to start releasing because I, need it. I, I feel like we're at that point where the pan- pandemic's pretty much, we're, we're near the end, right? We're hitting that goal line. And I think people are going to start, we got tours like the weekends touring 2022. It's already like confirmed. Right. So I think we're getting to that point where it's gonna we're gonna start seeing a lot soon. Like I know, I know for a fact Travis Scott has an album. He's ready to drop Utopia. That's most likely done. Knowing Travis, um, whether or not I'm excited to hear it uh, is remains to be seen because he has dropped a lot of yucky, yucky features that you know. And, and Alf's probably like, well, Travis Scott stand hates his features. Yeah, I think Travis Scott had some stinkers on these last couple of uh, features he's dropped, which has completely tuned me out of like wanting this album. Uh, but I am kind of excited for the new Drake, right? I think I, for some reason, like Drake, I know when he drops an album, I'm going to take like five or six songs from it, but then I'm going to shit talk it on Twitter. Um, <laughs> wow, you, want, you need, you need timeline clout. I need timeline clout. Call me Jude 2.0. Oh, um, no. <laughs> um, and then, like, I'm trying to think. There's got to be another artist that's escaping me right now that that is going to drop. That's like I'm I'm sure Kendrick will eventually drop, but I don't like like Alf said. It might not be this year, and most likely will be uh, early 2022. Um, who else? I, I'm sure Post Malone is going to drop too. Like I can't. It's been over. It's been three years since he's dropped an album. I'm sure something's coming from him. He was on a he was on a a year and a half cadence originally, yeah. where he was just dropping every yeah. year and a half. He was dropping a new album. 
So I'm sure he's got something coming. Like we're going to see a lot of these heavy hitters hit, hit real soon. Yeah. Uh, once, this, once this drops, I agree. Like once everything is clear, I feel like we're just going to, and I think we said this on a previous episode too. There's just going to be an influx of albums where we're going to have to just force ourselves to keep up. Um, but, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Cause I yeah. mean, music... right now, like, yeah, like I, I know exactly what you're going to say. Like right now there's nothing. Yeah. Like, like, but it's, but that's, good in a way because it's giving shine to artists we've never heard before who who are out there like that have no exposure and we're just like well, i need new music what the hell can i listen to yeah. and, and that that'll that'll give us a chance to discover some new artists i think i've found a couple of new artists that have uh genuinely uh, been enjoying um i've also gone back to some older albums too that i've been listening through again um like and that's just hip hop as a whole, like from what I see. Like Alf, what do you what are you thinking? Well, I'll be honest, because this past year has been so uh, slow. But like the but like when the, if I were getting a Jake Cole album and we got like the Young Thug project and, and like a few other things, like it's like oh man, it's a Thursday night. We're gonna like do music shopping in like an hour. It's eleven o'clock. Yep. And it was the first, first like, like I like used to love it, and like we haven't had it in so long. Yeah. And 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 now we do. And and I think another because when people start going back to work and start like actually leaving the house, like uh, like uh, people talk about it at the water cooler at work. You listen to it on your way to work or your way to back. You're not just sitting at home. Yeah. Um, you know, at this, you know, I miss all that. So yeah, it's good to be back with all of it. That's uh, normality I, almost. Yeah. Right. I'm excited for Drake project. Not because I need, I know exactly what's going to sound like. It's going to sound like the same thing he does every time. But, <laughs> um, but and that's where I'm at with Drake. Not against like a big Drake conversation, but I, I'm just excited because whenever he drops, it's just an event and everyone, Yells at each other and starts to drink the debate. I love the twelve oh one. When Drake I, drops an album, it's like draft Twitter. Twelve oh one a.m. It's a classic. It I, my favorite. Like, we think it's bad with Cole. With Drake, it's on another fucking. Oh, yeah. It's always and and we know Wes. Shout out Wes. Wes is gonna be like, "It's the best album ever" in the group chat. Wes <laughs> is gonna be hooting. I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna be hearting his text when he says that, so you know damn well. Wes, I'm gonna. Wes is gonna be in his bedroom uh, making owl noises at eleven. <laughs> oh god uh, so on that note let's uh transition into our last and favorite segment of everyone big bozo energy um alf i don't know if you've if you've gotten one yet but if you do we'd like to let you go first uh i'll defer i'll go last Okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys say you put him on the spot there. Yeah, hey, yeah, no, holy yeah, All right, I'll go. Let's last, start you off. You were fired up about this. Then yeah, I so, you were texting in the chat. You're like, I got to talk about this on the pod. Yeah, so I want to preface this and say, like, this isn't a shot at, like, gym couples uh, because I think gym couples are dope if you're working out with your, you know, significant other and you guys are getting it in and you're doing stuff. You know, like, I wish I had one. Like, so this isn't sour grapes. But to me, the PDA gym couples, um, I finally had enough. Like, I see it a ton, and, you know, sometimes I let it go, and, you know, I get irritated um, because, you know, you're waiting for a machine or something. But today wasn't even a machine thing because the gym was, was rather quiet, you know, because I got there early today. But, like, like you guys don't need forehead kisses and holding on to each other and, like, hugging and, like, the, the long stare into the eyes like you guys are standing on a pier near a Ferris wheel. Like, I don't understand 
why this has to happen at a gym. You guys can cuddle at home, come to the gym and get your workout in. Cause like, again, like I said, like, I think that's dope. Like when you have somebody who's as motivated as you to hit goals and, you know, you guys help each other and all that stuff. That's awesome. So that this isn't for those people. It's the people who are, you know, giving little butterfly kisses and, and holding hands and, and just hugging and st- like, I, I don't understand the concept and I'm sure you guys have seen it at your gyms too. Um, but I, I finally just snapped today. Cause like, I, I just, I just don't understand it. And like, yeah, maybe you're a new, a freshly new couple, but like, like save that for the couch later when you guys are watching Netflix. I don't know. That's my big bozo energy is, is PDA gym couples. I have I, to be specific. I would love forehead kisses while I'm getting my lift in. I don't know about y'all, but that sounds, <laughs> that sounds great. Jordan. Hit him, hit him with your big bozo energy of the week. Yeah, uh, mine, I'm not gonna, mine's not great, but, you know, I'm, um, you know, I've always been a Knicks fan my entire life. And, uh, you know, the Knicks have been bad most of, you know, my life aside from a, a few years. Um, you know, the Knicks just, like, clinched a uh, player spot the other day. Shout out to them because it's been like, since 2013. And, you know, the fans are happy. And that's awesome because they deserve it because they've been through hell. My big bozo energy of the week is the fans that try and shit on Knicks fans for being happy about this. Oh, you're going to get losing the first round. Oh, you're not going to win a, you know, a title. You know what? Let them be happy. Let them enjoy it. It's, you know, it's a good thing. Nobody expected the Knicks to make the playoffs this year. Like I sure as hell didn't. Thought they were going to be watchable. I didn't think they were going to be this good. Um, so like, there's no reason for a fan base like a Nets fan or you know a Celtics fan or a Bucks fan, whatever. Oh, you guys are going to lose in the first round. Or you guys are going, you guys aren't going to make it to the NBA, the the finals, whatever. Who cares? Just let them go. You know, let them enjoy the playoff moment. Like, it's been six years. It's, like, I'm not going to – like, like, we're all Jets fans here except for Alf, who's not really a – he's kind of a Jets fan, but he's not really. <laughs> no more football. <laughs> rabble, 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 rabble. <laughs> this is going to be a record. What this <laughs> Um, You know, if Jets make the playoffs, like, I'm going to be happy about it. Do it if, you know – Patriots fans are like, oh, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, I don't care. If, the Jet, if the Jets make the playoffs, I'm being real ignorant. I don't give a damn. I right. do not care. <laughs> I, I just think I, I think it's stupid to shit on a fan base for being excited for exactly. being I in the playoffs when, you know, especially a team like the Knicks who have been made fun of year after year. And even like ESPN will take shots at, at them, like all these like big networks and stuff, which, you know, and to be fair, you know, the Knicks have been a joke from ownership to, you know, coaching to the bad draft picks or whatever. So, you know, it's understandable, but now that they, you know, they finally write the ship, fans aren't allowed to be excited. Like that's, you know, I, I just have an issue with that. So my big bozo energy of the week is people shitting on Knicks fans for being happy that they made the playoffs. Kyle. Um, so my big bozo this week is, uh, it's because of <laughs> the amount of trolls I endured on Twitter this week. Paulie, don't give me that. Don't give me that. <laughs> My my mentions were a a, a fiery shithole, and I, and I'm putting that lightly. And uh, so my big bozo of the week are Twitter trolls, um, people who you know aren't like they don't care about your conversation that you're having. They're just calling you a bozo or saying shut up, doofus, or all that other nonsense <laughs> instead of actually having a discussion. And I think it happened multiple times where people are like answer my question. I was like, what's your question? And then they were like this. And then I was like, well, this is what I think. And then they don't answer. They don't even respond to that. And then they just call me, shut up, bozo, doofus, nutbag. And I'm like, oh, at least they've been listening to the show. They called you a bozo. Yeah. That, that, well, they're my bozo this week because I got tired of being called a bozo. So, um, 
Yeah. So I made the mistake of commenting on Zach Wilson and, and something that happened. And uh, next thing you know, you got Jets Nation flying in my mentions. And, no uh, point <laughs> yeah, they were taking flight right into my <laughs> my ads. So uh, that's that's my big boast of the week is Trinity Trolls, man. Like I'm, I'm down to discuss anything, right? I'm down to have a fair conversation. But if I got to start blocking folks because I'm not able to have a productive conversation, they're just calling me some stupid shit, and that that's not fun for me. It's not fun for anyone, right? Like that's that's my big bozo. I said it like eight times. I, I got a bozo, but I'm very thankful for him. And his name is James Dolan. For I, wow. I, I, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys know. All right. The show's he's, been great, guys. Let's <laughs> Fired the best thing the Raiders had going. As um, as the, my issues, as someone who's blocked by the New York Rangers themselves, uh, 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 the, that's my claim to fame. Uh, <laughs> uh, as, once I have, I can't help admit, they were looking pretty good. They were in a good spot. Is there anything wrong with the team? It's definitely not general manager. So he goes ahead and fires his general manager and uh, VP or whatever yeah. it was. GM and, and the president, yeah. Right. And and now uh, they have to, 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 to rebuild the whole thing. And um, I hope they don't land uh, a lot. So, uh, <laughs> but he, yeah. he, he's a bozo for doing that, but um, I'm glad he did. Anyway, <laughs> so I love that's it. the last time we're having Elf on any show. <laughs> oh, no, no. Elf, we th- we thank you for joining us because you know our conversations, you know, you know, in in the group chat are always great, especially when it's you know hip hop and you're sharing. Sometimes you'll just share something that I've never heard of or someone I've never heard of. So I appreciate that because I mean, you know how much important music is to me, and I know it is to you. So. You know, it was, it was a great discussion, and, and we're thankful that you were able to yeah. spend some time with us today. Love the passion, too. Like, seriously. It's, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's awesome. It's fun, guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love talking about this stuff. I'll come back yeah. on when Kendrick drops in 2027. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm looking forward to your takes on all the albums that come out this year. Uh, hopefully, they don't uh, cross paths with my takes, and we I'm, have a I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it will fight like 55 times. We'll we will never align on anything about Scott, for sure. Harmonious agreement. This <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, if we agree on, like, maybe the next Travis Scott album, I'm pretty sure hell will freeze over, and uh, <laughs> that'll probably be the last day on Earth. Uh, so, looking looking forward to it, um, and, and as always, sir, it is a pleasure to converse with you. Thank you, guys. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. and everybody, make sure that you're listening to our Brothering podcast. You've got the Middle Initial podcast with Andrew Alcash and Jude A. Jackson, as well as All In with Kevin Lewis on the Ascension Podcast Network.